0: Your knowledge and experience is worth something. And that's what I'm banging on about here. It's like, well, because, my, because I've been in the construction game 33, 34 years, that's got to have a value. Every time I talk to my legal counsel about anything, it costs me $416 an hour or whatever the hell it is. So for me as a, builder, as a professional builder, that's how I view myself, a professional technician. Why, don't, why am I not able to offer advice and get paid for said advice? How old are you going to be before you start to experience life like you want it? I want to tell you right now, whether you like it or not, there is a better way to do business. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Business for Builders podcast. Uh, My name is Max Peterson. I'm the CEO at Smith & Sons, and uh, welcome to you if you're in YouTube land as well. Great to have you along for the ride. Uh, Look, we're having a really great time putting these together, so uh, I really appreciate you tuning in one way or the other. Uh, whether you're flying down the highway between meetings, or uh, or whether or not you're just chilling out and having a whiskey and uh, maybe doing some research, uh, you know, for your business, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Couldn't, couldn't do it without you. A uh, couple of quick housekeeping things: like and subscribe, tick the bell, all that sort of stuff. Putting out one of these per week. Uh, it's uh, you know, obviously, we're trying to add a bunch of value on the fly because uh, we, you know, it's it's uh, you know, there's there's a shortage, I think, of good information, and I'm really uh, blessed to have people. Uh, give me some feedback via email and stuff. So yeah, if you're getting something out of it, uh, yeah, maybe drop me an email, max, at businessforbuilders.ca, and uh, I can, uh, you know, in, uh, in due process, I will be sure to get back uh, to you. Okay, speaking of emails, um, actually, before I get started, don't forget b for b or Business for Builders VIP Facebook group, um, you know, I'm I'm doing some under the hood stuff there, uh, putting some videos together just to sort of show you exactly that under the hood of what I think you know a building company needs to at least set a really good footing or foundation, and then uh, which will enable you to sort of grow safely and securely. So uh, get across there if you hit the hit the join button, it'll uh, it'll 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 notify me, and I'll uh, you know if you're a good sort, I'll let you in. Um, now, yeah, so look on that just to give me a bit of a heads up too, you might want to, on an email, uh, feel free any way you like. You can find us on TikTok and Instagram and, you know, wherever you like to, uh, check us out. Uh, but I'd really love to know from our audience or from our viewers, what, uh, what you, what is it that you want to hear? I'm not saying that I know everything. I certainly do not. Uh, but you know, I have access to, if someone asks me a specific question, the odds on is I'm going to be able to help out in some little way. So, um, if you've got something that's really bothering you, uh, be sure to just shoot me a bit of an email, and uh, maybe I can jump on the whiteboard out there and and, uh, and and just buzz through some information in three or four minutes, five minutes, and uh, you know give you my two cents worth as to what I what I think you need to do to uh, to put it together. So, just on that, I've got an email in front of me here from Bird Dog Constructions Co. Uh, Mr. Calvin Winters. Thanks, mate, for the uh, the email, uh, and mate, I uh, I cannot. Provide a location. It's definitely he's from the states. Calvin's from the states. Uh, I just don't know which neck of the woods he is from. So, uh, Calvin, I appreciate your your uh, you know hitting me up on email. Uh, and as as we discussed on email, uh, I'm going to just going to you know for the benefit of everybody, I'm just going to use your email and a couple of questions you had therein. Uh, just cover them off real quick, and uh, you know, hopefully that'll be a benefit. So, Calvin, I appreciate you letting me do, uh, letting me use, uh, you know, what what questions you had for the greater good. So here we go. So I'm going to just going to quickly read uh, Calvin's email. Uh, it's a great way to start. Uh, Hi Max, recently found your content and have been really enjoying it on my drives between jobs. Uh, I started my company back in 2021, and from the start, had a dream to scale and grow and your content is really pushing me to get the proper systems in place to do that right away. Currently, I'm just a one man shop, but I'm starting to look at bringing on staff and had a couple of questions surrounding estimating. So uh, good questions. And yet, you know, I'm pretty sure that somewhere in, in one of the episodes, we've covered this off, but Let's go and visit it again. So basically, Calvin's question was, you know, I talk a lot about marking up um, and he, he says that I, I mark up, I talk about marking up on materials, but he doesn't hear as much about handling on the labor side. So his question is, should I be marking up the labor uh, on a project as well? Uh, the, the, the simple answer to that question, Calvin, is, is absolutely you should. Uh, and I think I responded, uh, I can't remember, maybe I didn't. I think I might have, Calvin. But anyway, um, here's the answer. Uh, look, you, you absolutely should. And I've had this, I've had guys sledging me on, uh, on TikTok a little bit about this as well uh, because they deem it to be me ripping off the, the customer. And yet they don't understand that somebody has to, uh, you know, in the early days, make a request for a quote from a subcontractor. Uh, we then have to schedule said, you know, scope of works for the co- subcontractor into the into the schedule, into the build schedule. Uh, we then have to um, make sure that he is going to arrive, you know, on time as per the schedule. We then have to make sure that that person has everything that they need both before he gets there and whilst he or she is there to do his or her job. And we all also have to quality control. Um, to make sure that the, the product delivered by said subcontractor uh, has, you know, is at an acceptable level. And then if there's any warranty issues to do with the said subcontractors work, the noose is around my neck. I'm the guy that has to take the phone call from the client, because as we do, like Calvin does, he does a lot of fixed price contracts. Um, they've got a one stop shop, they're going to call me, they're going to say, Max, my, you know, my, 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 Tap's leaking now. It's brand new. Why is it leaking? So I've got to then contact the plumber. He's got to maybe contact his supplier. We might have to order in another tap set. He's then got to talk to me and let me know he's got it. I've got to arrange a time with that suits the client, that suits the plumber. This is why we mark up labor. It's not rocket science. Anything that costs you time and money, um, you have to recover. Or it comes out of your bottom line. And if you guys are doing cost plus and you're only marking shit up by 12%, Um, you're really going to have a hard time building operational capital, which is going to allow you to develop a real business with good systems to be able to attract good talent to run the business so the business can pay you in time and in money. So guys and gals, I want to tell you this one more time, that you have to, because you are overseeing that scope of work or that subcontractor, just like you're overseeing um, ordering materials and and procuring materials and getting delivery sorted out and making sure the products delivered are good. You also do something similar with labour. So categorically, um, you know, we apply markup percentages to both labour and materials. Now. It's up to you what you think you need. Now, I think I've done a video under the hood where I talked about operational, uh, what your billables needs to be each month. So, you know, if you are trading from home and you're a one-man band, you know, and you don't have a lot of overheads or a lot of fixed expenses, you might be able to – your markup percentage might be a little bit different to what, you know, I typically would if I was trying to build a $3 million business. Um, I need more operational capital to, be, to, to, you know, because we don't enjoy the economy of scale like you do. If you're a manufacturing house, you can't just benefit from the constant recurring type approach to manufacturing an item. As builders, we don't enjoy that economy of scale, and so we've got to make sure that we understand where the deficit is uh, and and know what we need to actually be billing and what we need to be selling each month. So. Guys and gals, it's hard enough to make money on this doing this building gig. Um, you certainly don't want to, uh, you know, short you know short circuit your own cash flow system by literally the minute you go and order a subcontractor, um, and then you don't have any markup. You're now supervising him for free essentially. You are now taking any of your supervision costs. You are that's eating away a gross profit when it absolutely should not. Um, so hope that one answers the question, Calvin. Uh, certainly hit me up if you've got any more emails. Uh, sorry, if you've got any more questions, be sure to hit me up on email and I will you know, get back to those. I'm glad you're operating on a fixed price as well. And look, that's the danger, right? That The consideration is, Max, if I'm on a fixed price and not a cost plus, I'm actually painting myself into a corner. Well, the, the challenge with... With uh making money on fixed price is that profit is a natural byproduct of good estimating now plus your ability to actually deliver in accordance with what your budgeted uh, scope of work is or your budgeted uh, estimated amount of materials or what have you because if you start blowing it out on the job site and over ordering or you realize that you've sh- you 've not accounted for enough, then all of a sudden you know your your profit's going to be compromised so Um, You know, doing it on fixed price, you've just got to have a very adequate markup percentage, both on materials and labor. And you've also got to be able to um, deliver that product, you know, in a a timely fashion, because if you don't, you're going to start burning Uh, Capital, because technically you've only allowed X amount of supervision for that job. Let's say um, you know it might be three months worth of that project should be done in three months. If you go four months, you're now investing more time to finish that project. Therefore, it's eating out of your gross profit and your bottom line, which is not cool. Now, just a quick side note on that markup percentage. A caveat might be, um, you know, in some cases when we're doing kitchens, the the kitchen cost to me might be say twenty grand for the kitchens and kitchen countertops, perhaps. Um, would I apply a 45% markup percentage on that? I might consider reducing that because all of that scope of work is handled by the cabinet maker. It's only one or two meetings with him to get the price, one or two meetings to make sure the job is right, one or two meetings to make sure that you know the the job gets done correctly at the back end and is fulfilled in accordance with the quote, and I'm done. So six to eight interactions. Could I afford to take a bit of a hit on that? Possibly. That's up to you to consider. Depends on where your business is at. You might be in a position where you're like Max. I'm trying to dig myself out of a hole. I need every markup dollar I can get my hands on. Just be careful. It doesn't. You don't get too greedy and it compromises your sales. So um, that's for you to weigh up. If I, I mean my guys right now are quite. They're winning seventy to ninety thousand dollar jobs with a forty five percent markup. On kitchens, so people just there is people out there that absolutely just want they want to know what do they get and what what does it look like and how much is it going to cost me and then if they if they're satisfied that they are getting good bang for their back uh, bang for their buck they're going to sign up you know it's interesting I um, I just got some drawers fitted to the back of my pickup. And uh you know the the kind of money that they charged me for that and when I got them open I've just sort of loaded with a few hand tools and whatnot this morning and I was actually honestly I was pretty underwhelmed um because it was they're supposed to be the the piece of resistance that, you know it's a toolbox it's a drawer it's a draw system but when I started loading it up the idea was to get the tools out of the back you know off the deck and into some drawers under the floor really I it really only cut my what was on the deck down by a third. Um, other than making it a bit more accessible. But the thing was, you know, this is the the shitty part. He told me what it was going to cost, and I thought that was the supply and install. Well, no, it was another, what was that? It would be another 15 20% on top of my quoted price. He didn't tell me that it was going to be $350 to install. And so, you know, for a client, this is, you know, this is why we do a lot of fixed price, but we make sure we detail it in the specifications as well. You've just got to make sure that you're making money in the process because if you don't, I don't mind this guy making money on installation. He's just got to tell me that he's going to make money installation. That's all I ask for. All right, question number two that Calvin had moving right along. Uh, The other question he had was in relation to what we call our quantity takeoff service, which is essentially in brackets our design and quote uh, phase or process uh, leading up to the contract um, you know we talk about getting paid to quote and calvin's question was are you offering a credit on the project if the client if the client goes with you now that to me is just a little bit of bait and switch in witchcraft and sorcery um the straight answer is no we do not because that is a service that we offer, no different to, um, you know, building a, you know, renovating a bathroom or building an addition. So to me, the design and and planning or design and quoting phase uh, is a required aspect of that project, albeit pre-construction. But nonetheless, no, we we offer the quantity takeoff service, and what you get in response to that, or what you get. To when you invest that money is you get a fixed price you get a list of specifications so you know exactly what you're getting uh, and you also get a project duration or a completion date see there's the transaction you you give us five hundred dollars for the bathroom um, quantity takeoff or the design and quote phase for that bathroom and we give you back the exact fixed price, what it's going to be, what you're going to get and how long it's going to take or when it's going to be finished by. So there is a transaction capability. And just on that, the QTS is big for, because if you can transact at a low level, that means they've actually instilled trust. Uh, they've got trust in you. Uh, those that you know transact at a low level, it's, it's, it's highly likely that you will uh, transact at the, at the higher level as far as the contract price goes. And the other thing you've done is you've actually, you know, they're focused on you and your service. You are not a commodity anymore. You're not a can of Coca-Cola. You're, you're, a, you're a service-oriented business. You will do it different to the next guy down the road. And so um, what you've done is you've essentially taken that client off the market. They're all focused on you. They have put $500, $850, $1,500, whatever the case is for, you know, for a certain project. Um, they've invested that in you, and so um, they're the three powerful parts and that we we use to, uh, you know, uh, get paid essentially uh, to do that design and quoting phase. And of course, anything on top like interior designers, architects, engineers, geotechs, you know, every land surveyors, everything like that would be essentially a change order on the quantity takeoff service or the design and plan or design and quote phase that's going to be an extra over and above we're just talking about your fee uh, be conservative guys and girls don't try and close the deal or don't try and make mega bucks off that quantity takeoff service you know or that design and quote phase what you want it's that token it's like okay they transacted with me okay it's more likely that you know they're going to transact with me once so I you know if I bring the proposal to them uh, within the price range that includes everything that they wanted it's highly likely they'll go to contract and we've also got their eyes only you know it's it's they've got their eyes on us and what we're delivering so we need to be professional because we're really moving towards actually signing a full-blown building contract so yeah make sure you've got uh you know you've got all that sorted out and yeah there's no credit going back to them mate that's a gimmick and i don't agree with gimmicks i'm like i'm going to do this amount of work this is what it's going to cost you this is what you get would you like to go ahead with that that's it long that's the long and the short of it so uh, my knowledge your knowledge and experience is worth something and that's what i'm banging on about here it's like well because my because i've been in the construction game 33 34 years that's got to have a value every time i talk to my legal counsel about anything it costs me 416 an hour or whatever the hell it is so for me as a builder as a professional builder that's how i view myself a professional technician why don't? Why am I not able to offer advice and get paid for said advice? That's just where I stand. Um, that's what I believe, and a lot of my guys subscribe to that. Uh, and of course, it's a great—it's uh, of course—it's a great uh, tool that we use to qualify between those that are actually really serious and really value our service, and those that are just tire kickers or price checkers. So, um, hopefully, that goes well for you. Uh, any more questions about that? Um, probably in conclusion, I just want to talk to you real quick about the power of design and build. Um, You know, I I think if you are just one of these uh, humans that loves to just get a set of plans off somebody and just quotes them, they're treating you like a commodity. If you're the cheapest, you'll get the job. If you're not, you've just wasted all that time. That kind of approach to, you know, getting work and winning contracts, to me, is just a bit of a dead man's game. So um, think about how you can offer a one-stop shop all under one roof, uh, do a lot of uh, work for clients and uh, you know a lot of legwork for clients, making sure that you get paid, you know, adequately. Uh, and I think what you'll find is they love the, the the fact that you do one call does do it all, and you you actually take care of all of those design as well as the construction phases of play. Hope that helps. Don't be uh, don't be shy. Hit me up on email max at business for builders. Get across to the uh, business for builders VIP Facebook group. Hit that and uh, I'll let you in if you're a good sort. Uh, Don't forget to give us some ideas about the Under the Hood program, whatever you need to me go – you know, whatever you want me to go into – on a whiteboard. I talk a lot of stuff here, uh, but, you know, some cases it's better that I can just maybe get it out on the whiteboard so you can actually view how it all works. If you've got anything in that regard, hit me up on email and, uh, you know, max at businessforbuilders.ca and I will, uh, yeah, we'll add that to the list of the under the hood videos that we're doing and throwing up on the Business for Builders VIP Facebook page. Have a great day. Go and build a kick-ass business. See you on the next episode. Cheers.